Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Unfastened, where we discuss the intersections between health, wellness, travel, and mindfulness so you can live a little bit more unfastened. All right, so today we're going to be talking about attachment theory, and it's the perfect topic because literally an hour ago, I had an attachment crisis. I arrived at the gym and go to pull out my AirPod Pros, which are not cheap, by the way, and I have lost before, and they're not there. They're just missing, and I am a complete Martha Stewart organizational nut, so for me to not have my AirPods Pro drives me insane. Anyway, I start rummaging through the car. I call my parents back at home to see if they've seen them by the kitchen. I finally decide to just divest my entire workout and drive all the way home just so I can find where this measly piece of equipment is. And I realized, geez, I am so freaking attached to commodities. So we're going to be talking about attachment theory today and how we can recognize it, what it is, and how we can use it to live a little bit more unfastened. All right, so back in 1969, a woman by the name of Mary Ainsworth created the Strange Situation Test to understand how specific parental styles impact the way we manage our relationships in the future. And this is really interesting. We're all one of three archetypes. There are the secure people who were very well nurtured by their parents and as a result are very open with their feelings towards their partner. Second, there are the anxious people. And these people are typically the ones that are always texting their partner to see where they are at any given moment of the night and usually very doubtful. And finally, there are the avoidance. And the avoidance are the ones that you know, don't want to share their feelings at all. So a lot of that comes from the way we were treated as children. And so this test, the strange situation test, can tell us a lot about not only which archetype we fall in, but how we can use that knowledge to unfasten our lives in every element. And I'm going to walk you through all three of those. So here's how the strange situation test goes. A mother walks with his or her child of one to two years old into a room with a bunch of toys. The first checkpoint is, how does the child behave? Do they stick to the mother or do they freely explore the toys knowing that their parent is right there in the room? Second checkpoint, a stranger enters the room. How does the child perceive that? Third checkpoint, the mother sneaks out of the room. How does the child perceive that? Are they perceptive always of the mother being in the room or are they now engaged in the toys and don't really notice? Fourth checkpoint, the mother comes back. How does the child perceive that situation knowing that their beloved parent has returned? Fifth checkpoint, this is the weird one. Both the mother and the stranger now leave the room, leaving the child in this now kind of familiar surrounding by themselves. How does the child behave? Sixth checkpoint, the stranger comes into the room by him or herself, almost like a temporary parent, somebody that the child has kind of seen before. How does the child behave? And finally, the mother returns back to the room. So the point of this strange situation test, it was designed to understand how it impacts 
uh, our relationships in the future. But funny enough, life itself is a very strange situation. It is a big, strange situation test. And so we can use this very uh, interesting philosophy to better unfasten our lives. And I'm going to get into the hacks of which archetype you are and how you can unfasten your life next. So the first archetype is the secure archetype. And this is somebody that was super nurtured as a child. And as a result, in relationships, they tend to be very open with their feelings and comfortable with who they are. So the secure archetype can unfasten their life in three different ways. The first is with people, knowing that there are other archetypes out there. So knowing that there are avoidance out there and being smart about that and knowing that there are anxious people about out there and being smart about that. And I'm talking about connecting with similar archetype as you as a secure person when it comes to work and friendships is going to be super useful. When it comes to your control over your future outcome and destiny, I think you're in a win-win position because you have that secureness and that foundation and feeling nurtured. So just use that to get out there and try things to make your future what you want it to be. And finally, when it comes to your relationship to things, that is something that you can definitely work on because you know you're so secure, you might get really attached to material things. So just know that material things are going to come and go and there's nothing you can do about that. So if you're secure, leverage that archetype and your ability to control your future, but definitely be weary about your connection to people and your connection to things. All right, moving on to the second archetype is our anxious. So the anxious person can really leverage their knowing that there are other people out there. The anxious person is anxious for a reason, right? And so it's a good thing when you're assessing who you want to be friends with. You know, you're always weary of people, so that's a good thing. But that doesn't mean you should always be weary of people. Just it's good to know that there are different people out there, but let the ones in that you can maybe trust. So that's how you unfasten your life with other people. When it comes to your outcome and your future, that's something that the anxious archetypes should really work on. Know that the world is your oyster and you need to make a move towards a goal. And If you're always anxious, you're never going to be moving up that mountain. So definitely set your goals and work on a plan of action to get there. And finally, when it comes to your attachment to things, again, just realize that materialism comes and goes and you just kind of have to go with the flow. So those are the two, the latter two are the areas that the anxious archetype can really work on is their connection to things and their connection to having a control over their future. And finally, we have the avoidance. The avoidance are the ones that are basically not sharing their feelings. And how can this person unfasten their life in more areas than just relationship? Well, the avoidance, their really winning position is as they're avoidant with their feelings, so they have no attachment to things. So leverage that. That's awesome. You're good in that realm of life. You won't get attached like I did to my AirPods. But the two areas that you can really work on are your connection to people. Not at, Just because you're avoidant, 
trust that there are secure people out there that you can connect with and others like you. So don't always be cold and avoidant towards everybody. Just know that there are more archetypes out there and you actually can connect. Don't screw yourself over because you're the way you were raised made you an avoidant. No, there's people out there that you can feel safe and secure with. Whether it's friendship or work or whatever, work on that area of connecting more deeply with people. And when it comes to your control over the future destiny and outcome, definitely work on that because you're an avoidant. You're going to avoid seeing a goal. So just like the anxious, know that the world is your oyster. Try to set a goal. There's so many tactics out there to help you, you know, create a journal that has goal mile markers set so that you can sort of look back and see where you're at in the progress. Um, if you're working out, for example, definitely keep like an Apple watch around. So those are the two areas that you can really work on as an avoidant is you, your connection to others and your connection to your future. So there you have it, guys. Attachment theory has taught us about three different archetypes, the secure, the anxious, and the avoidant to better understand the types of people we want to be romantically involved with in the future. But these three different archetypes can actually help us unfasten our lives when it comes to our future and our destinies and our control over our outcomes, as well as our control over material things, which is quite frankly, a really big thing today. I mean, when you break your iPhone, suddenly your world feels all shattered. Knowing the type of archetype you are and using some of the tactics here will help you live a little bit more unfastened. Cheers, guys.